Here's what's coming up on today's show. So a true income plan, when we sit out with clients, is let me show you in black and white where what you have is going to generate cash flow and interest and dividends of the amount you need to spend this year. There are many factors that contribute to success, skill, good work habits, positive mental attitude, and of course, proper planning. So let's head to the drafting table and get this retirement success blueprint underway with Michael Stewart of Crystal Lake Tax and Financial. I'm your co-host, Mark Killian. Let's get started. Welcome into another edition of the Retirement Success Blueprint with Michael Stewart and myself to talk about getting back to basics understanding income planning. Uh, It's still the beginning of the year, although we are already at the end of January with this podcast, so time is a fly-in. So we're going to talk about, you know, just kind of keeping things a little bit more simple and understanding the basics of what you have. Because it's been said, obviously, we've talked about it many times on this show as well. If you don't have that income plan, you don't really have a retirement plan. So we're going to tackle some of that on this episode. Mike, my friend, how are you? I am doing great. It's the end of January, not too far away from the Super Bowl. Uh, my team's not in it, but still a great watch. There you go. Exactly. Well, you know, there's a lot to uh, you know process when it comes to what you do, right? I mean, we try to keep it simple. And, you know, many people, advisors and things will say, well, look, what we do is not that complicated. But, you know, it does. It gets a little tricky. But I think the key is keeping it simple for people so they can really understand a good, strong foundation. So I've got some basic questions here I want to run through on getting back to the basics and getting get your take on it and how you approach things. Uh, Do you agree with that basic sentiment, though, of not having a a true retirement plan if you don't have an income plan? Absolutely, I do. And and the reason is that so many people out there, and we've talked about it on past shows, they have an investment plan. So they went to, you know, their Wall Street broker or the bank broker or somebody like that. And the person said, oh, I got a plan for you. And the plan entails you buying something. It doesn't entail your taxes, doesn't entail your income, doesn't entail your health care, your state, any of those things. It's just about buying something. And that's not a plan. An investment plan is not a financial plan or a retirement plan. A retirement plan is something that's going to coordinate it. And it always begins with your income plan. Because in retirement, income is the outcome. And what that means is without income, you don't have a retirement. So how can you not possibly have an income plan inside of your retirement plan other than hope? And unfortunately, most brokers out there, their income plan for clients are, hey, just take four or five percent. You should be okay. Well, should be okay and hope isn't a strategy. (laughs) Yeah, I should be okay, but I don't know if I like that term. You know, when thinking about you know getting uh, through retirement, well, you should be fine. Yeah, Eh, Mm -hmm. you should be able to eat, but we're not going to guarantee it. Not a good, not a good way to go. So. All right, thinking about your current clients, Mike, and just ballpark it if you want. I mean, obviously, you've got quite a few clients, and you've been doing this for uh, two decades plus. But how many people walk in the door and really understand what they even have, right? Like, is it just the collection of stuff, or do people actually have a decent grip on on the things they own? Yeah, it's usually that junk drawer of stuff. Now, yeah. some someone's junk drawer is better than others, right? So that's that's the way it works. But when it comes to the income plan side of it. Very few have actually thought this through. So typically, the most organized individuals that have what they think is an income plan is somebody, let's say they've got a million dollars, they need $50,000 a year. So what they do is they take $200,000, they set it aside in like the bank and a money market or some low yielding account, and then they invest the other $800,000 aggressively, like in equities and stocks and things. And they say, well, that's my income plan. I'm just going to spend $50,000 a year from my cash for the next four years and hopefully that 800 grows back to the million and then I'll just do it again for another another few years. Yeah. 
Well, the reason that's not really an income plan is there's no assurance that 800 is ever going to get back to the million to where you can do that again. If you go through a year like 2022, where now you just took 50,000 and the market just took 200,000, right? 20% decline in the S&P 500. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden you've got 750. Well, that doesn't really help you get to where you need to go. So a true income plan when we sit down with clients is, let me show you in black and white where what you have is going to generate cash flow and interest and dividends of the amount you need to spend this year. That is a true income plan. Most people coming in, even if they've worked with the big Wall Street broker before, they don't have an income plan. They just have a withdrawal plan. Yeah. You know, I just saw this interesting article, Mike, where it was talking about the uh, the, the gap in the money ideology between uh, baby boomers and uh, Gen Zers. And it said that uh, baby boomers feel that they need about $75,000 a year, ballpark, uh, to survive comfortably, right, to not be scared. Gen Zers were at 175000 that they thought they needed to make annually to be comfortable. But yet when it came to the savings, it was completely opposite. You know, boomers thought they needed seven, eight hundred, nine hundred thousand dollars to survive on in retirement, where Gen Zers thought they only needed about a hundred or hundred and twenty five thousand. I thought, wow, what a what an interesting disparity. And I wonder why we're so unprepared in our society for the concept of retirement planning. What what's your take? Two things. First is just bad math. Right. I mean, that's fair. Those numbers don't work on on either side. So that's, you know, we've we've never been known in the U.S. for kicking out the most engineers, right, of, of anywhere else. But okay, yeah, yeah, so so part of part of it is unprepared for, for that reason. The second thing is we're never really taught about saving for retirement or how to handle money. And that could be credit card, that could be mortgages, that could be car loans, it could be any of those things. But definitely when it comes to retirement, and that's what that recent SECURE Act 2.0 is trying to do is kind of force people to auto-enroll and start savings because there's such an underestimation of how much money you're actually going to need to generate the income level that you're going to need in retirement. And there's always a big disparity. We'll have prospective clients that'll come in and say, hey, you know, I'm retired on Tuesday, I've got $500,000 and I need 50 grand a year from this bucket of money. And they think that's okay. The problem is that's a 10% withdrawal rate. And they're like, yeah, okay, what about it? Yeah. Okay. Well, that just doesn't work in any world. And then we'll have other clients that'll come in and have a million dollars and say, you know, I'm really concerned. You know, I need $20,000 a year off of my portfolio and I don't know where it's going to come from. We'll say, well, that's a two percent withdrawal <laughs> right. rate. That's, so that's a little know, so easier the, to manage. Yeah. No, a, absolutely. And so, but the thing is, the mindset or the unpreparedness for both the saver and the one that maybe should have saved a little bit more. You know, part of what we do is on the educational side of saying, okay, hey, let's start with where you are. Where are you going to go? Let's see what can we do with the time we have left and the resources that we have to fill those gaps and kind of educate them to prepare them along the way, whether they're knocking on the door of retirement or they're already in retirement. Yeah, you know, just I think with with anything that the uh, the government does, you mentioned the Secure Act 2.0. Just same with the first one as well, which was which it stood for what setting every community up for retirement enhancement. Uh, when they passed the first one and now the second one, I think it's always kind of like two for us, one for you kind of thing, right? <laughs> you know, it's like so of all the the things they put in place, this rule's good for you, and the next two are good for us <laughs> at the IRS. <laughs> yeah. uh, but either way, right? So they are they do are, are putting some things in place to help with that. Uh, I guess, educational gap that we do tend to have in this country. Um, what steps should we put together to get an effective income plan in place, uh, retirement strategy in place? Really, it's about just having the foundational plan itself. So you start out and say, okay, when am I thinking about retiring? 
And from there, what income level, given the current obligations that I have right now, you know, I got a mortgage, I got car payments, you know, maybe there's still a kid in college, whatever it happens to be. So how much, if I'm retiring at this age, X age, what resources do I have? And is it reasonable to get the supplemental income I need from there? You know, now a lot of people can't figure that out themselves. They kind of think they can, but then they don't figure in taxes. They don't figure in inflation. That's really why you want to work with a fiduciary financial planner because they'll figure in all those moving parts and variables and say, hey, this is doable at this level. Does that work for you? And if it doesn't, then they can give you solutions also to say, hey, if we saved a little bit more, took a little bit less risk, you know, reduced our tax brackets, whatever it happened to be, they can solve that solution so that by the time you get to when you want to retire, it's been kind of structured along the way. Now, if you're somebody who's actually already retired or like Mike, which we would have talked five years ago, but right. I'm retiring next month or in three months. Well, that's great. We can still go through the same process and at least show you what's doable right now. And if that solves your needs, that's great. You're fine. And if not, it doesn't mean you still can't retire. It just might mean, might we need a little bit of part-time work, you know, do something that you want or something that helps cover benefits, something like that is, so you always have options within your plan. You know, but the key thing is putting together that retirement income plan. Well, can you give us kind of a case study or a story or something uh, along those lines where somebody's come in and, and just, you know, they didn't have anything in place or they had the collection of stuff uh, and you work through it and that light bulb moment happened for them? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So we, we just recently had a, a couple and they came from, I can't say the names of the firms, right? Well, I'll get in trouble. They came from one of the one of the large I hate annuities firms, you know, okay. uh, that's, that's yep. out there in their ads. And, you know, they're very heavy equity. You know, they were, so they were 90% in the market. They were losing their butt in 2022 and they were down to about a million and a half dollars. It started the year with over 2 million, but, you know, the broker just said, hold tight, hold on. You're going to be fine. It's going to come back. Well, 12 months later, we know the end of that story. So by the time they came to us, they've got about a million and a half. They said, Mike, you know what we really need? We need about fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year to supplement our social security. We're recently retired. We were promised that, hey, you know, be aggressive in equities. Market only goes up, and we're going to do fine. So instead, what happened was we sit down and said, Why are you taking all this risk? And they said, Well, what do you mean? That's the only way we can get returns. I said, No, no. Look, hey, what if we had you X amount in stocks, X amount in fixed income, but the fixed income is paying you four, five, six percent in the form of interest and dividends. And even the other part that's in the market is going to be in blue chip dividend paying stocks where the yield on those is another four percent also. So your overall portfolio is going to generate almost five thousand sorry, five percent in interest and dividends on that million and a half dollars today we could turn on a $75,000 income stream without ever touching the million and a half just from interest and dividends. So they came in from wondering, like pulling their hair out after these big losses in the market and not knowing what direction to turn or how they're going to pay their bills. And we said, well, just a simple tweak to a distribution strategy. Because what happened, this other firm had them in this all growth strategy. And that's great when you're 20, 30, 40 years old. When you get in your 50s and 60s, it's about protecting what you have, generating an income you can't outlive, and doing it in the most tax-efficient manner. That's the strategy and in the income plan we put together for them. And now they're not even spending all the money. They're actually reinvesting a lot of that with the market being down, and they're going to get rewarded for that over time as well. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's just a simple tweak. It doesn't always have to be a major overhaul. Uh, but either way, you need to have a good plan in place. And that's what the Retirement Success Blueprint's all about. So again, if you need some help, as always, reach out to Mike and his team at Crystal Lake Tax and Financial. You can find them online at crystallaketax.com. That's crystallaketax.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcasting platform app you like to use. So you can find all that information, good tools, tips, and resources there at crystallaketax.com. 
All right, well, let's wrap it up as we tend to do with an email question from around the area. We've got Martha in St. Charles. And uh, this is a good timely question that came in, actually, uh, because we're going to be talking a little bit more about the SECURE Act changes, and this is actually going to affect folks in different ways. And Martha, you're one of these, so hopefully you're checking this out. Uh, she says, uh, Mike, I'm, turned, uh, I'm turning 72 uh, at the beginning of this year in early February, so I'm going to have to start taking money out of my IRA this year, even though I don't really need it. Can I take it out and reinvest it right back into something else? Um, RMDs are going to change. There's some changes here that might affect Martha. So what, what have you got for us, Mike? Martha, this is a great timely question, especially coming here in January. Uh, what's recently just passed in the past month is what they call the SECURE Act 2.0. And if you think about it, go back several years before 2019, you had you know required minimum distributions had to be at 70 and a half. And then at the end of 2019, you know, kind of in the dusk of just before the new year, uh, going into 2020, they passed SECURE Act 1.0. Uh, although they didn't call it 1.0 because they thought there was only going to be one of them. Right. So so what happened there is that pushed RMDs, if you weren't already taking them, to 72. And then now the Secure Act 2.0 actually starts at 73, as long as you weren't haven't already attained 73 before the end of 2022. And then they have over a certain period of time, over the, co- the course of the next seven years or so, are going to get it up to actually 75. So Martha, specifically for you, since you turned 72 here in 2023, you actually don't have to take a required minimum distribution. That gets punted until the year you turn 73, which is 2024. But Martha, I want to answer the question specifically that you addressed. So one, you know what's on the horizon, what your options are, but also yeah. importantly, so that our loyal listeners know what's out there as well. There's really about five different things things that our clients who don't need their required minimum distributions, and actually they're kind of mad because the government's forcing them to take it out (laughs) and pay taxes on it, and it kind of causes a lot of havoc. Those five things, and I'll just briefly go into them. One is if you're charitably minded, you normally give to the church or some charitable organization, you can do what's called a qualified charitable distribution, a QCD, and that's where you just give the money directly from your IRA to the charitable organization. So it's money you were normally going to do after tax anyway, but you get to do it before tax. And whatever amount you give counts towards your RMD, but it doesn't count towards your taxable income. So you still get to do good, but not tip Uncle Sam on the process. The second thing you could do is a lot of clients will just redirect some of those dollars, pay the taxes, and then use that to pay for some sort of long-term care. Being like, hey, I'm 70, 72, 73. You know, I need this money. I don't need it to live off of, but I need it to help maybe, you know, cover some health care expenses or long-term care. A third thing is if you really don't need it, but you want to leverage dimes into dollars, you could look at life insurance, right? You know, at 72, you really don't think about buying life insurance, but you're probably going to be around another 20 plus years or so given longevity. So that just means that you could take, you know, $10,000, $20,000 a year, whatever your RMDs are, put that in a cash value policy. And if you ever need it, you have access to it. But if you don't, it might wind up leaving a $200,000, $300,000 tax-free benefit years down the road to the kids, grandkids, or charities. Other thing is, you mentioned it, you could invest it. Just take it, put it in your individual or joint account, reinvest it. You know, you pay some, pay a little bit of taxes here and there. That's an option. And the fifth option is, if you truly don't need it, you don't need it for lifestyle, you don't need it for healthcare, you don't need it for income, but let's say there's nephews, nieces, grandkids, other people that you want to take care of. You can always come up with a gifting strategy. In 2023, you can actually gift up to $17,000 a person uh, without any gift tax or anything else. Um, so you could give $17,000 to each of the grandkids or you know nephews, nieces, brothers, sisters, so kids, anybody that you want to. That's not a total but, amount, Mike. That's You could do that per person? 
Correct. Per person. And if they're actually married, then you can actually give 34,000. That's 17,000 for who you really want to give it to and 17,000 to their spouse as well. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah. So if, you know, but now at 72, I'd only encourage that if you know you've already got right, far yeah. enough money, you know, you don't give it away and then in 10 years be like, hey, I need that back, right. you, know? <laughs> you know. So Wouldn't work well. at, at the end of the day, Martha, you got options. So just get with your fiduciary financial planner or give us a call and we're more than happy to kind of walk you through those options, either whether it's choices you have today yeah. or it's 73 when those RMDs kick in. Now, that's awesome. And I'm glad, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that you saved that fifth one for last, right? It's like if everything else is taken care of, that is an, that's another potential <laughs> thing you could do. Although with the QCD thing, the government can never make it easy, right? And we're going to talk more about the ages and how they've changed it. But they, they moved the RMDs, but yet the QCD, they left it still at 70 and a half the way that it used to be. So you could still do that actually early if you wanted to. So very strange. And they don't make they don't make it easy on us, do they? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> they don't, or I should say, on you guys, <laughs> they, they make it complicated. You always have to weed through the fine print, and, and that's what the point again of having a, a good retirement success blueprint, you know, in your arsenal, if you will, is uh, that's the, that's kind of the key. So get yourself on the calendar, have a conversation, talk with a qualified financial professional. Stop by and visit Mike at the website crystallaketax.com. That's crystallaketax.com. Thank you for hanging out, my friend. I appreciate you. Hope you have a great week, and I'll see you in February. See you in February. Take care, Mark. All right, we'll talk to you next time right here on the Retirement Success Blueprint with Michael Stewart. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Lake Tax and Financial and Sound Income Strategies, LLC, are not associated entities. Crystal Lake Tax and Financial is a franchise of the Retirement Income Store. The Retirement Income Store and Sound Income Strategies, LLC, are associated entities.